Welcome to Notes from the North with Kyle and Sam. Welcome back to Notes from the North. Kyle and Sam back at it again. Kyle, it's good to have you uh, have you back. Yep. Yeah, I was back or I was back. I am back. I was gone for a week. There was a family situation that came up, death in the family. And so I had to um, attend to those things. But Sizzle and Sam came in with the sizzle and uh, held it down for a week. So I appreciate um, him doing that. And then obviously anybody who uh, tunes into this for some reason, uh, appreciate you guys giving me the room for that. Um, not that I would have changed what I did if you would have been upset. <laughs> that, that was that. And in any case, uh, my appreciation all around. I'm back in the saddle for better or worse. Uh, and here to talk about the Vikings and the bye week. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, um, good to have you back and and um, that. So yeah, again, it we are entering the bye week. And I think we, or we we are in the bye week right now. It just happened coming out of in some way. We're in game week now, Sam. Bye week is dead. Yeah, we're we. I am in bye week. Um, yeah, there you okay. There you go. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Uh, I think I think certainly it's interesting to talk about the what's what's to come here and. I think we are coming off of a Sunday uh, where things did not go well for the Vikings. If you're going to look at it from a playoff pitcher um, no. again, outside of the Seattle loss uh, on Thursday night football, not, uh, not ideal for the Vikings and their playoff hopes. But I think maybe just before we get there, I think it'd be interesting just for a couple minutes to talk a little bit about how the Vikings have got here. And it does feel like certainly it has been yeah. a season of waves uh, you, you think about the start, uh, you think about the middle, and then you think about the end, and definitely some different feelings in each of those. Again, if you kind of think about the first uh, five games, and then you think about uh, the next five games, and then the last mm-hmm. two games, uh, certainly feels like, um, I don't know, like maybe, is there a word to describe uh, the Vikings season thus far, um, because it does feel like yeah there has been uh, I don't know inconsistent. Inconsistent would be there. You know, roller coaster is kind of a common one. Let me in- instead give you a sports metaphor. So, uh, the Vikings season is akin to a basketball game. In that basketball, in a lot of ways, is a game of runs. You know what I mean? Like you score ten points and you're Opponent only scores two, or you score 14 points and your opponent had scored none or whatever. And it's this kind of back and forth nature where you, for whatever reason, you get hot, you, you know, you get the looks you want, and you kind of go on these runs. It almost feels like when you're watching this season, it almost feels like a basketball game. Uh, where it's kind of what you're saying. You have these very pronounced, um, kind of skewed moments in the season or clusters in the season of one and four, five and oh, oh and two. If you kind of chop it up that way. And then you add it all together, you've got six and six heading into a buy, right? Basically, the definition of average, which in some ways you might feel optimistic about, in other ways you might feel pessimistic about. Um, I guess that might depend on your demeanor and your outlook on the Vikings and maybe your outlook more broadly on life. But six and six going into the buy, basically, as you said, not a great Sunday of football if you cheer for the Vikings. So. Yeah, I don't know. We can talk about that if you like. Yeah, I, I don't um, know how much. Go like, ahead. Yeah, I don't know how much there is. Like in a sense, um, 
it uh a couple weeks ago it felt like you were feeling pretty optimistic about the vikings playoff hopes and again the optimism maybe is a range on how optimistic you have decided to put uh uh your faith into a minnesota vikings uh football team just as a whole just historically yeah, um, that's right yeah but certainly is interesting now right the the vikings at current moment do hold a playoff position um but they there's lots of teams that have very similar or similar records to them in that playoff spot and i think uh again it does feel like it's likely going to come down to a tiebreaker uh when it's all said and done I don't like, yeah. again, there's certainly some tiebreakers that exist so that we could go through, but it's not the the season's not complete. And so it really doesn't make sense to dive too much into that. Yeah, certainly there's a lot of a lot of teams that are tied here, right? And uh some interesting teams that are in the mix as well. Uh if you think about uh especially if you just look even within the division, the Packers uh seem to be rolling right now. Yeah, well goodness, they've won three in a row. They just beat the Chiefs. Um, they're six and six. The Vikings are six and six. If the playoffs started today, both teams would be in. And so, so, I mean, in a sense, you'd say that's a good thing. In a sense, you'd say that's not a great thing. Uh, three NFC North teams right now are in the playoffs, which is kind of wild. There are five NFC teams at six and six, one of which is the Atlanta Falcons. And so they have a hold of their conference, or not the conference, the division. So they've got the four seed, and they're kind of out of the mix to a certain extent, at least a little bit as of right now, because they have their division. That's not in play for the Vikings. The wild card is really what's in play for the Vikings. And right now, you've got Vikings, Packers, Rams, Seahawks, all of which are all of whom are six and six. And so it's going to be fascinating. Now, the the concerning thing is that you have a lot of teams hot under tail. And if you continue to stumble, you're in trouble. Right. Like there are enough teams now to you really don't have that margin like that margin. You did have it. And when you were six and four and it's freaking gone. Right. So. You kind of don't have it anymore. The empowering thing, though, football can be a very empowering sport. Right. And that you generally speaking, unless you're Florida State University, you kind of get what you earn. Um, There you go, Sam. Sam liked that one. Uh, And so at six and six. The Vikings are in the sixth seed, right? If they just win every, and I know this is maybe not realistic, but if they just win their next five games, they're in the playoffs, guaranteed. No one can take that away from you. No college committee is going to make a questionable decision. You're in, you're in the playoffs. You'll probably be the sixth seed. It's all good, right? Like it's, it's all good. And so that is a very, very empowering message, I think, especially since you're, you're going up against the Raiders and then you're going up against the Bengals who don't have Joe Burrow. Right. And so that certainly changes the water on the beans in that moment. So, and then from there, you're moving into a final stretch of NFC North football where you got Lions, Packers, Lions. Right. And so you have two home games within that, one road game within that. Um, you really feel like you'd really want to go into that final stretch, those final three games, right? At eight and six, beat the Raiders, beat the Bengals. If you go in even at seven and seven, Things are dicey, right? Things are a little bit nerve-wracking. Things are dicey. Divisional games are weird. You just lost 12 to 10 to the Bears because you just, just couldn't help yourself. You just kept throwing interceptions. 
So that's kind of the kind of kind of sober look at it. On the other hand, if you wanted to be really optimistic, you look at it and say, look, this team is six and six. And they've been rebuilding their defense on the fly. And Brian Flores has turned them into basically a top 10 group, borderline top 10 group. That's come without Jordan Hicks recently. That's come without Davenport. It's come with the Caleb Evans missing time. And that's also coincided with some really poor offense. Bad offense directly feeds into bad defense. How much harder is it for the defense when the offense throws four interceptions? Way harder. Like, insanely more difficult, right? The field position battle just becomes way more challenging. So, you know, all this stuff is going on, right? All this stuff with your quarterback, your cousins, even missing Mullins and Hall for a stretch as well, your top three quarterbacks. Which which team could lose their top three quarterbacks and still be in the playoff fight? Still hold a playoff position going into week 14. Something to be said for that, Sam. Especially since Justin Jefferson, top five player in the NFL, probably at the very least top 10 player in the NFL, missing seven games as well. And then, of course, Darius missing some time. Hicks missing some time. Evans missing some time. Davenport. I know, Crimea River. But these are major positions, major players within those positions, all missing significant time. I guess maybe Darrison Evans lost significant time, but missing time nonetheless. And then you have significant time for, you know, QBs, edge rushers, wide receivers, that kind of thing. So I my I, I tend to be more pessimistic. Sam is more the optimist here. But if you were to say, if you give all those circumstances to both Sam and I at the beginning of the season, you're going to lose Cousins in Lambo is going to tear his Achilles. You're going to lose Jefferson against the Chiefs and be one and four at that time. You're going to lose, you know, and just go down the line. Davenport's barely going to play for you. You know what I mean? He's just not going to give you that impact that you thought. Uh, and you're going to go into week 14, coming out of your bye, in position of the sixth seed in the NFC and in control of your own playoff destiny. Frigman, what more could you have asked for? Right? So I, I know the past two games sucked. They were freaking brutal, right? And that really, really sucks, especially going into a bye, because that's kind of the, the last thing you know, taste your mouth, and it's it just it's just not good. So that sucks. But all that stuff going on, and you've got five games now, and you win those five games, you put together another five-game winning streak, you're in the playoffs, guaranteed. No questions asked. Boy, is there something to be said for that, isn't there? Like, am, am I misreading things here? But what I don't know. What's no. your when you look at this whole landscape from the rosters open all those injuries? this kind of streaky nature of the season and, and kind of this chase pack of like six and six teams and then the play and the schedule. I don't know. How do you kind of understand this kind of whole jumbled mess? Yeah. I, I think like there's so much context or that goes into this six and six. Oh record. yeah. Like yeah. it's, it has been a season of, of many different storylines. And again, I think that uh, to be 500, just it kind of makes sense. Um, yeah. But I do think in sports, like you can look around and you can look at the scoreboard just today and be like, ah, oh, that just, that doesn't feel good. Like it's just, it's unhelpful really in terms yeah, of playful, but like if you have control yeah. of your own destiny, then like take it and run with it. Like what more could you ask for? Who like really? you don't yeah. like really like, obviously you care about what other teams do and, and that, but it's like in sports, I think all you can ask for is, if we do the job yeah. that we are paid to do and we want to do and we do Precisely. it and we get in the playoffs, like that, that is really all you can ask for. Uh, yeah. And so I, I, I feel like at the end of the day, that's great. And 
again, you could look at the, and again, you mentioned you got the, the Raiders and the Bengals, interesting games, definitely winnable games, uh, both of them. And like, I just think you look at the, the way that the Viking season ended and we knew when the schedule came out, it's like that, that's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, that's you, right. you got to yeah. think like game on, take, take it and, and run with yeah. it and, uh, be excited that you get a chance to really make something happen. Um, and, exactly. and I, I, I will say this, maybe just as a last, uh, point here, as we, uh, think about this, there is a lot to play for, for in the rest of the season. And at the same time, the there there's not a whole lot of variance that can happen in terms of what what goes on right like the division lead is basically out of reach at this point right you're three games back with five games left um again you've yeah. got the nine three cowboys yeah. in that fifth seed so like yeah we're really looking at either the six or seven seed and you fall out that's right barring anything drastic happening again the lions fall off a cliff the Vikings win both games and they go on a run. Like yeah. it's possible. Yeah. Um, but to be three games back of both the division lead and that fifth seed, um, their how this season ends in terms of the playoff pitcher has been largely set at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're basically right. Like you've got a six or seven seed, or you're gonna finish like eight and nine, something like that. Eight, eight you know, the eighth or ninth seed, maybe with an eight nine record, who knows? Um, and then basically to Sam's point, if you look at, I mean, we all circled the end of the season, the regular season, you have those three divisional games, get the late bye week, you know, where are you when you get into this final stretch? We all circled it. And if you're the Vikings and I'm talking coaches, players, anyone in the organization, and you're looking at this and you're kind of shrinking rather than wanting to rise to the occasion and, and jump in the competition and say, friggin' right, let's, let's go do this. Let's go earn what's ours. Like if if you don't have that competitive mentality, then I don't know. I guess you're in the wrong business, right? Yeah. Like, like this is this is what's in front of you, dude. Like just freaking go get it, right? It's so empowering. And I'm not saying there aren't bad breaks that go your way, injuries you can't control, referee calls that sometimes suck, whatever the case may be. For the most part, this is a very empowering sport. And so if you can't summon up that competitive spirit to like, okay, let's just go freaking do this thing, right? This is in front of us. Let's like actually take hold of the situation and earn what's ours, a playoff spot, and then go from there. I don't know what to tell you, right? This, this, this is, for the Vikings, everything that's gone on, in some ways, this may be as good as it gets. You're in the sixth seed and you're in control of your own destiny. Let's go get it. Let's go get it. I yeah. think that's got to be your perspective. No, it it, it does. I, I think, again, you are in this position where you get to control what happens. Again, you... You, you get to control whether you're in the playoffs or not. Uh, any of those other unlikely scenarios, that's that's up to someone else. Although you do get to play the Lions twice, and those could be uh, big swing games that, that exist. Yep. Uh, yep. I, I said we'd wrap up with that, but maybe just final, final big question that we could probably talk about for 15 minutes, but I'm going to make you answer it in 30 seconds or less. Mm-hmm. Um the QB situation, what's your, yeah. what, again, maybe you just say a name or like, I, I ended last week's podcast saying that I think you still go back to Dobbs uh, and run with it, but maybe a short leash. Uh, what's your sense? 
the appeal with going back to Dobbs is that if he struggles, you can pull him. And that's kind of minimal chaos. I think you go to Nick Mullins. The issue being if he really struggles, let's say against the Raiders, and then you pull him and reinsert Dobbs, this kind of creates more of like a jumbled mess. You pull Dobbs, you put in Mullins, then Mullins didn't work out, and then you're kind of kind of all over the place. The appeal with doing Dobbs is maybe there's less chaos. You hope he thrives. If he doesn't, it's just one move. Nevertheless, I think it's Nick Mullins. Interesting. You think that's what they do, or that's what you do? Both. Okay. I think it's what I, I think it's what I would do, and I think it's what the Vikings would do. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's both predictive. Not prescriptive. I'm not telling the Vikings what to do, but if if I were the head coach, I think that's what I would do. Interesting. Yeah, I think that feels like it's a safe. It's safer in terms of he's a safer option at quarterback. It's as you said, it does. But do you see my point though about the chaos? For sure. Like it, if if he flops, and then now you're, frick. What do you do then? Yeah, yeah. I think like for me, I feel like um, maybe I see this chaos there, but I also see like there is a chaos uh, with Dobbs. Uh, we, we've seen where there's a little <laughs> yeah, bit of a right. bust, and like, yeah, it does feel like with the way that this Viking season's gone, uh, I'm a safe, safe person, and if I'm gonna make my own decisions, <laughs> safety, but, Sam, yeah, yeah, but but I'm yeah. a bit of a boomer bust, I feel like, yeah. in these situations, and I feel like that's what Dobbs offers you. And just considering mm-hmm. how the season goes, it's like, you know what, just uh, just r- ride it out and see what happens, but uh, um, right. that's interesting. I'm, I, uh, they do have a big decision, and it's it mm-hmm. largely will affect uh, what what happens. So um, again, let me put it this way: let me put it this way. If they start Mullins, I'd pick the Vikings to beat the Raiders. If they start Dobbs, I'm probably picking the Raiders to win. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. All yeah. Uh, all the faith is gone. Um, <laughs> hey, well, anyhow. We could talk a lot more about this. Yeah, in any case, yeah, we'll leave it yeah. there. I know we'll I brought it, it up at the end, and, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But but anyways, we'll uh, we'll wrap up there. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, again, enjoy the ride. Be uh, fun to see. Check out Vikings coverage, VikingsTerritory.com, PurplePTSD.com. Take care, everyone, and we'll be back next week. Bye.